Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be Hello, like and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen, and Jordana is out today, but we have a lot to cover, many things to discuss, so many things. Adam Levine is acting up. The queen. He's maroon Adam negative. Adam Levine I, and the queen. The queen's funeral, the Q. You you posted a funny tweet about or about the Q with the letters. Oh, so yeah. I'm quietly oh, my gosh. following after. That was Q. hilarious. I, have, I could like, I have so many thoughts on the Q. They're really not that interesting, but I was very interested in the Q. We're going to have um, we're going to have like a substitute royal correspondent join us for that for that section also. Yes, it's going to be so fun. But first, should we talk about I can't believe Jordana's not here to talk about our, our Utah trip. I know. Disappointing. Um, <laughs> should we do like peak and pit? It's so weird talking to each other about each other's trip the trip oh, that we okay, were both so on. <laughs> what was your yeah, what was your I guess like peak and pit? Okay, My peak. I had a few peaks. I okay. had so much fun. Just kind of us hanging out on a couch. <laughs> yeah, that was actually okay. mine. That was a peak of mine. However, another peak, but no pun intended, was when we did our hike. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And we reached the peak, but only because, like, I really just really love to be outside and I love like crazy views that, like, you can't get at home. And it no. was just also the challenge of, of climbing to that peak <laughs> was it was very rewarding and it was fun to do it with you and, and you and Jordana. Yeah, I think that peak was actually my pit. Um, I knew we were to the that. fact that I got to the fact that I okay, so I went home and well, I was like, why why do I have altitude sickness? Like it doesn't make sense. Like, I've been to so many places. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I don't know. It's I felt really shitty from from that. I think we did a lot of dehydrating activities in a row, but yeah. Like the night before we left, the hotel gave me like a liquid IV type of thing and then they I like, did? felt way better. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so now they I know. They hooked you up? Like literally? Yeah, they hooked me up. I I asked <laughs> them like, what did I ask if they had? I think I asked them if they had Oh, the the driver on the way back when I went when I went back after dinner was like mm. you should ask them if they have liquid IV. And I did. I was like, this oh, information so cool. would have been helpful 24 Yesterday. hours ago. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. So that's great. We, I didn't say my pit. My pit was um, getting to the airport. <laughs> oh, right. Right. I, um, I've never missed a flight in my life. And I like to get places early, not like four hours early, but a good amount of time. I'm usually very good with time management. Being late gives me an anxiety one should never experience. And I was in the car. I was, I thought I was going to get there on time, but there was so much traffic that it just kept getting. And the, the, my Uber driver happened to be his first time doing this. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not really from here. I'm from New York city. I'm like, great. And he was using the Uber like maps app, which does not tell you the right way to go or a f- right. show you traffic. And so I was like, I was navigating him and then slowly and slowly I was like, oh my God, I, you, you guys were like, oh, you'll make it. You'll be fine. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then you were like, are you going to get here? <laughs> we're boarding. And I'm like, I'm still here. Like, I'm really going to miss this. I was looking up next flights. And then um, when I did get there, I got through security very fast. I clear NTSA pre-check. So literally I didn't even pull out my ID, got through security in a minute and I ran downstairs. I got there when, like, our plane already boarded. It was about to take off. I got to, I got downstairs of JFK, and I saw this woman with a golf cart, and I was like, "Please, woman, take me!" <laughs> to we were like gate thirty nine for, and I was at one, and it was like I thought I was in like a movie because she was honking people, but like she still had to go kind of slowly. <laughs> yeah. And she like had to get people out of the way. And like people, some people just like, were like, fuck you. Like, we're, cause we're in New York still, obviously. And so I get there and they're literally about to close the gate, but I was waving them down and I was like, I'm coming. And I was 
basically the last person. There was one guy behind me because he was looking for his like boarding pass, but there was no one else there. And I made it on the plane. And it was a miracle. When I saw you and you were, you were like, hey, my water. I was like, oh my gosh, you're here. We told them, we told them to keep it open. They were like, hold the doors. Hold the doors. Well, honestly, we really thought we were like, you're not going to make it because we were boarding as you were not even in the airport. Yeah, we're like, okay, maybe she's really not going to make it. The whole time I was like, she's definitely going to make it. I even made a bet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you were boarding. I wasn't there yet. I was far. Right. But then the line to board was really, really going slowly. I was Mm -hmm. maybe at this rate, she's going to make it. So you know what? The end of the story, we know that you made it. I took like a, a beta blocker before because then my anxiety level was going up so high, like a la Kris Jenner and Khloe Kardashian. And so I didn't have like, I wasn't panicking like I would have been, but it was wonderful. I was like, oh my God, I made it. I, I felt very, very grateful for the whole trip because I made it. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh my God, I didn't have to take my, I didn't have to wait in the airport for four hours. Oh my it God, was, that would have been, that would have been really rough. Uh, my peak was, like I said, sitting on the couch, just us chilling, like our little convos, analyzing tell me lies, um, mm-hmm. just that like minor obsession that formed over the weekend. And I have to tell you, last night I couldn't sleep. And, you know, there was a reference in the most recent episode, episode five, that is now out. You watched it when it came out at midnight? Well, <laughs> I couldn't sleep. And then I'm like perusing. And then it's like, oh my gosh, tell me lies yeah. episode five is up. <laughs> so I watched it and I'm not going to tell you the context, but they go to Louis on Long Island. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's so and it was funny. like a major plot point. The funniest part of the show is that the towns are like towns we know. Right. And that they're, the towns are so relevant, weirdly, that they constantly talk about the towns. I know. It's so funny. Okay. But if you're listening, Louis is actually where... We posted our first ever Betches post on Instagram. Instagram, Yeah. We um, were having like a, an early dinner there one night in the summer of 2011. We had just discovered Instagram like probably a, two hours earlier. Uh-huh. And we were like, what should we post? And <laughs> we posted from Louis. Yeah. So crazy. So wild. And now it's in the so show wild. Tell Me Lies, which... Oh, I I finished the book. I told you I finished the book, right? Yeah. No. yeah. Oh, I did. Oh, no, I finished it in the air, on the plane. So, okay. yeah, and Jordana's now reading it. We're not here. She's not here to tell us how far along she is, but it's, you know, it's the show it's of our generation. It's totally different. There's different. The characters all function sort of differently. The story's a little bit different. They sort of, like, collapse and, like, separate certain plot lines. Um, but it's really interesting because the chapters alternate between Lucy and Steven. It's way more centered on just the two of them. Mm -hmm. And you can really like understand their motivations a lot better. Okay. So you'll tell me more. He seems like way more messed up and evil. Um, dare I say he might remind us of someone we know. And (laughs) the book is just like really, really so many more details about that also really resonate with the time that we were in college with all the sort of like really fucked up thoughts that people had and then yeah. really astute observations about the ways that people acted. So it was, it's, it was really good. I don't feel that it necessarily like ruined the show because mm-hmm. the show has a flash forward. So you sort of know they might what change happened? it. So a huge part of the book is that she has all, an eating disorder, which hasn't yet been mentioned in the show at all. I can see them doing like once like reference to it, maybe. Yeah, but in the book it's like probably like twenty-five percent of the of like you the issues. This? It's really good. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd really like it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna check it out. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash Betches. Go to basetravel.com slash Betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Betches. Also speaking of assholes, Stephen DeMarco. Adam Levine is giving strong Stephen DeMarco in these yeah. newly released texts, is he not? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Speaking of assholes, yeah. Adam Levine must discuss... Should, should we give some context to the audience? Not that ever, people should know already by now, because it's literally the only thing on Instagram. Well, let's just tell people the latest. Monday night, an Instagram model named Sumner Stroh posted a video on TikTok where she was claiming that she was involved in an affair with Adam Levine. She said that she had been like manipulated and she showed a screenshot of her DMs with him where he asked her if she would be okay with him naming his next baby Sumner if it's a boy. <laughs> and she, so she released this and that's like, it's just, A, that's, it's not proof of an affair, but it is extremely creepy and weird and just. Well, there's the text that she showed in the first, in the beginning of the video, the DMs were like, you're so much hotter in person. So am I. Ha ha ha. Right. And Levine said that. It was obviously seemed like they were. It's strong. Evidence. And she says we were having an affair for a year. That's what she said. Right. But the texts don't like truly, you know what I mean? But yeah. either way, he tries to, I mean, it's very strong evidence, but it's not like, you know, smoking gun. But he yeah. then did a create mode on Instagram stories <laughs> um, where he basically denies having an affair. And should I read the whole thing? Should I read like a yes. excerpt? Okay. Read it. A lot is being said about me right now, and I want to clear the air. I use poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. Um, and then that, that, was the, that was the early part. Should I read the rest? Yes. In certain instances, it became inappropriate. I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with my family. My wife and my family is all I care about in this world. To be this naive and stupid enough to risk the only thing that truly matters to me was the greatest mistake I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. We will get through it and we will get through it together. Okay. Yeah. That was his apology or his statement rather, not kind of an apology. So after he posted that Instagram, Sumner posts another video. It's like two minutes and she kind of gives further context into why she had come out in the first place. She says that a friend had tried to sell the story to a tabloid. So she kind of wanted to kill it by putting it out there herself. So that's mm -hmm. why she did that in the first place. She also clarifies that the reason she got involved was that with him is that he had told her from his like personal Instagram account, the verified one, that that his marriage, marriage was, was going to end. Yeah. So like 
wasn't cheating, so to speak. She says that she's like new to LA. And is that when you left? Yeah, because she was like, he was taking advantage of me. This is where, because I was vulnerable, because I was new to LA. Like, okay, I I sort of get what she means. Like, maybe she, you know, I don't know where she's from. Maybe we could Google that. No, I get it. I'm only laughing because of the delivery. Yeah. Because, like, I'm new to LA. Yeah, the, the delivery was really fun. Oh, she's from New Braunfels, Texas. Let's see. Is that like rural Texas? You know what I mean? It's like a certain. I see why maybe she would like come and be like, okay, well, maybe it's different with celebrities. Maybe they just, and he said like, they don't want to break up because of the media. And that's fairly believable. Mm-hmm. And she says she broke it off right when she, she found out that wasn't true. Okay. So then since then, a few other women have come forward with other screenshots that are similarly weird to, to the one that he sent to Sumner so he apparently was flirting over a DM with this comedian named Marika, who he said, distract yourself by fucking with me. Um, then there's another woman named Allison Rosef who posted some DMs where he says, I shouldn't be talking to you, you know, and no hot chicks ever other than you. He says, got me and puts like a little fishing rod emoji, like caught him. Um Yeah. So it's it, it's flirty. It's, it's definitely, flirty. definitely it's, it flirty. looks like to the other messages obviously aren't saying that they had an affair. These are just like Adam Levine sends is really fucking just like sh- shamelessly, shamelessly flirty via DM with people. Gives no fucks. Does not care that he's gonna get caught clearly because like this is ridiculous. But the thing to me, the part that like kind of just is like so. I don't know what the word is, but like when I read, it's just so common. Like I read these and like, you're just like a fucking guy. Right. Just needs attention and is just DMing with people for fucking attention. Like that's the part that just like make, gives me the ickies <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> he's like, definitely like, going to the island. He just week. seems like this guy, some idiot you would like flirt with like oh, in high school. It seems like it could be Adam Levine in like a pie. Yes, like a dick who's just like, I know I shouldn't be talking to you right now. Like stupid fucking words put together by an idiot. (laughs) It's so like like a pedestrian is what it's like. He's he's this huge, you know, star. And yet he's talking as if he's like Like your classic. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Even DeMarco. From it's like would it's like would Beyonce ever, you know, no celebrity would would ever like I mean, stoop to this type of like pathetic. Maybe not language. Beyonce, but no, maybe Jay Z. Like yes. maybe yeah, like the probably. thing is is that maybe like all these guys Men are the same. Are just the fucking same and just all disappointing. <laughs> I do think it's the eight Hollywood thing and the famous thing. What has been your opinion generally about Adam Levine? Like, I never thought he was like a nice, sweet man. Like I watched The Voice and he isn't like, he just gives off like these, like, I know I'm really hot vibes. And like, I really don't even like Maroon 5 music. Like the only song I like by Maroon 5 is This Love, which is like the first song it came out with. <laughs> and anytime that's on, I get really excited. But other than that, it's like just not that good. And his ego is so, you could just see his ego is so huge. Just like- yeah. And that to me is really unattractive and like seeing all of this and like knowing like other famous guys who like are dick heady like this and flirt like this. To me, it's like this famous thing. Like if you are famous, like, you know, Brandon Frazier could never, let's just say that Brandon Frazier oh, could absolutely. never. But right, like that's if you're what they're, famous they're like, good like this, but it's a different type of famous. Like there's like a guy who feeds off fame, like likes the spotlight. It's like, are you Kardashian famous or are you Meryl Streep famous? Or even like Beyonce famous, you know? Maybe, right, right. Like where it's about like the craft and the art. Like I don't think like for Adam Levine, it's about, you know, I don't, I don't care. I I've, I agree with you where I've never thought he was. There are definitely people who are, who are into him and like think he's really hot. Personally, never understood like that strong appeal. I agree with you. His ego oozes off of him. Yeah. Um, unearned, unearned to your point. Yeah especially. Yeah. And I just also never found him like interesting. That's the other thing. 
But what is interesting is the brazenness with which he DMs from his own personal yes. Instagram, which just shows that he he believes that he is like infallible. Yes. Especially. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm Meg Ryan and you've got mail. She's like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's like an extra level of dickishness because what's to stop them from just posting that immediately or like accidentally posting it even? Or like sending Screenshotting it. it. To Who his wouldn't wife. screenshot it? Yeah. It just seems so stupid. It just, it's just like, why? Like, why do you go and do this? Like, what is the psychology? It's because they don't give a shit. And they can. They don't really care about other people, like including his wife. I think there's just a lot of people in this world who do things literally just because they can. Yeah. Like that's kind of their navigation of things. Like even if they didn't have an actual affair, which I could believe. I I mean, I want to believe her, but like we're not sure. We don't know. What is an affair versus like they hooked up? They saw each other in person. They hooked up several times. You know, like, I don't, who knows if they actually saw each other in person just because they said you're hotter in person. Maybe they like FaceTimed. Like, right. That's what I was sort of thinking. Or they saw each other at an event. Right. There, there's no like cold hard facts to support or evidence to support that like it was an actual affair. Not that I believe him, but like. Not that it even matters though. It doesn't like, matter. Be, it's but still- to me, it seems like he's just, you know, doing this like online flirting thing for just attention and just to almost like it's to fill an insecurity like all all of a sudden I'm feeling bad about myself let me go and like get some random girl to tell me like how amazing I am and that's like also Stephen DeMarco (laughs) because he does the same thing to Lucy or whatever her name is so it's just these fucking insecurities these just most basic insecurities the male ego is fucking fragile one and They love to rope the women in. I want to read a tweet by one of my favorite writers, Aaron Ryan, who I feel like that I feel like you could appreciate because this also speaks to it, to the whole situation. U.S. culture tells women that there is an attainable level of hotness and cool girlness that you can achieve or buy in order to inoculate yourself against men cheating. But the truth is that even lingerie models get cheated on by twerpy little weasel men and it's all a scam. (laughs) <laughs> he is a twerpy little weasel man. Right. And it's like, I think that's also, I'm sure that was a con- like a thought that crossed so many people's minds. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody thought that like, oh, she's a Victoria's Secret model. That was like the first headline. Victoria's right. Secret model. I mean, that is her career descriptor also. Yeah. In addition to I was like- watching Amanda Hirsch, not skinny, but fat stories yeah. talk about this thing. And she was talking about Lala Kent and how she remembered that like when like Rand (laughs) did that (laughs) did that to her and you know she Amanda was like oh people are feeling bad for you or Lala was like people are feeling bad for me like why feel bad for me I'm not the asshole I'm not into anything he's the fucking dickhead he did the thing don't feel bad for me I she doesn't have hot imposter syndrome I didn't do anything exactly I'm not the victim I mean, the people that like the victims are the children because like this is their parents and they're being their reputation is being dragged through media. And if he didn't do it, oh, wait, then wait, wouldn't. we have an update. He just admitted he cheated. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. 
fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, you know, maybe now is a good time to bring on our, you know, royal correspondent, Sam Bush. She also is the one who just broke the news to Sammy about Adam Levine. So maybe she can come in early and tell everybody about this update. Hi, guys. Hi. We were just talking about the Tweezle. What was it? What did we call him? Little Weasel Matt. Twerpy Little Weasel Matt. Twerpy Little Weasel Man. (laughs) He is a twerp. Twerpy Little Weasel Man. Wait, so what is the update? He just admitted it. Where did he admit it? Well... I was a victim of clickbait. Oh. So I'm just discovering. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just discovering um, that that, I, sorry, I got a little ahead of myself. It was an unearthed interview about five years before he wed Bahati. That he said what? That he has cheated before. And that he doesn't think, and that he doesn't think monogamy is is in our genetic makeup. (laughs) I was a victim of clickbait. So my apologies. (laughs) That's still an interesting fact to log on with now that we have um, There's corrected context. the record. <laughs> yeah, yes, my no, he bad. has not admitted um, it. He admitted it five years before he was with her. He admitted it about fifteen <laughs> right. years ago. So my my apologies. Well, that was um, an entrance. That, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, hi guys. Thank you for having me. I'm spreading lies. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's okay. We had an immediate retraction, but also yeah. I consider that to be you know, evidence of, of past behavior. Past behavior oh, is a good che- predictor. You guys, do you guys believe in once a cheater, always a cheater? I don't, but I believe in two and a half times a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd like to think that not like once a cheater, always a cheater. Like I don't want to believe in that, but I feel like it's, that's kind of the pattern here. The with thing most, is, is that I think people know. can have one mess up. Yeah. I do think yeah. that that is a possibility. I even believe yeah. that someone can have maybe two mess ups, but I once don't. you're on your way to that third, you, it's your pattern and it's over. You can't I think turn back. One is okay. The reason why we see it as a pattern, we only know of the people that do it multiple times, right? Not necessarily, but I think you're more likely to know about the people who do it multiple times. Yeah. Also, like to what I also can count an emotional affair as like half an affair. That's my opinion. Heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would that would ruin me i don't know how <laughs> i don't know yeah. how to bounce back from that one maybe it should be an affair and maybe it should even be like an affair and a half i don't know should we talk about the queen mm-hmm. r.i.p okay sam we want to hear like the, <laughs> okay, the most important highlights of the weekend any scandalous okay. moments any touching moments any bad moments give us the highlights Okay, well, I just got a little choked up watching the royal butler do an interview where he recounts a time where he got to dance with the queen, and it just like was a very touching moment for him, and he just couldn't believe that she did that, and that really got me. It really got me in my feels. Where, where are you second. watching this so, coverage? <laughs> um, entertainment uh, tonight. Okay, the, the royal yeah. butler so took an interview. <laughs> it's it's hard hitting journalism if you ask me um so something that i just found really interesting is that per entertainment tonight they learned that william 
before he released a statement on the death of Queen Elizabeth, he had reached out to Harry and Meghan before to see if they would like to join him with Kate, which I think shows a sign of unity. Um, I thought that that was really beautiful. I thought it was... I'm always very intrigued by the way that they like speak through their clothes. I find that Mm. to be so fascinating because so they can't wear anything that really takes away from like the big day. I mean, I don't think you can wear something that could take away from the queen's funeral. Could upstage the the dead queen. If you can upstage (laughs) the dead queen, I mean, that's some power. So I had, you know, done some research and Kate and Megan both wore just black versions of dresses that they have worn in the past, so they wouldn't take away any attention from the queen. So Kate wore the same dress that she wore to the Queen's Jubilee earlier this year and wore a necklace worn by Princess Diana that was gifted by the Japanese government. Meghan also wore a black version of the dress that she wore to the Queen's birthday in 2018 and wore subtle pearl drop earrings that were given to her by the Queen. <laughs> also, I thought this was so sweet. Charlotte looked like little Madeline. So cute. Like yes. that, little, so cute. that little doll. With her little horseshoe. With her little oh. horseshoe brooch. I was, was so like that cute. little pin. I think Charlotte's going to be the Queen. <laughs> like you, you think, think you Charlotte, think, George you think is like, George is going to die? No, 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 no. It's not, like, uh, it's not really soon morbid. in the future. Like, I think that George is like not going to do it. Like, I think he's going to be like, pass. I just can't I explain it. I see that. I never thought that before. And now that you say that, now that you've planted that seed, he doesn't have king energy. No, he is he Harry really energy. He's like, I don't really. Harry. Yeah, fuck this. He also never seems to know what's going on. And you always see Charlotte like mouthing to him like what to do. She had to tell her older brother, yes. who's the future king of England, to bow. She was like, now you bow. And she still bowed before him. Yeah, he had he still didn't know. I think this is though like just like a symptom of like like little girls are like just like a little bit more mature a lot ahead of than the game. guys. The, the boys I was I had like a mom's dinner yesterday and <laughs> a lot of these the moms have like boys and like one of them has a girl and she was like she can like out mature all of these little these kids they just like push each other and the girl is like you know teaching them how to spell. yeah <laughs> right but I feel like I don't know I just feel like George has like better stuff to do like George you know he is Things to There's do. Something He's about not George, but you know what? I think Louis really the one to watch. He's a little rascal. He's he is a rascal. He's gonna be in this. He's gonna be in the streets. Like he's gonna be he's, a man of the streets. Like I just see it. I just really see Louis? it. I was really disappointed. The youngest, the littlest one. I can't even picture him. He's the one who made the faces at the jubilee, like going like um, his like putting he put his George. fingers in his ears. <laughs> No, George is the oldest one. George is like. The Does he look king. exactly like him? No, I think he kind of looks like a cross between between George and Charlotte. He's like young. He's the smallest. Yeah. He put yeah, his fingers in his ears at the jubilee. Oh yeah, because yeah, it was loud. Yeah. I feel like we talked about that here. And Kate was yeah. like, "We did," Jesus but I thought Christ. it was George. <laughs> He's lucky he doesn't have to like do anything. Louis's in the right place for himself. He's coasting. He's coasting. Yeah. He, you know, but he still gets the the privilege of being like, you know, what is he like fourth, third in line, fourth in line. He's so cute. So it's still like, <laughs> right? cool. he's Oh, he's adorable. Her, their kids are really cute. Very, I, you know, I cute. really, I really was upset that we didn't get any photos of Megan and Harry's kids. Cause they obviously didn't come. I don't know when they would have been around, but I just, you know, I really, I really want to see them. I want to see all the cousins interacting, but something that I thought was really that was a shock is that Sandra Oh, the actress, famed Grey's Anatomy actress, Christina Yang, was, and of Killing Eve, but I don't watch Killing Eve. She um, was at the funeral. I was not expecting to see her there, but she attended the funeral because she is a member of the Order of Canada, which is a very high civilian honor. So she attended the funeral and I- That's cool. cool. I saw pictures of her. She was like walking with the procession or whatever. She was like up there. She was in it. Yeah, wow, that is the main character. <laughs> she was the main char- main <laughs> character for sure. I also learned that the queen's corgis are going to be going to Prince Andrew. I know. Mm. Apparently, he gave them to her. I'm disappointed. I think. So they're kind of going back to like, and I also think Fergie's involved in the caretaking of them because they live, despite being divorced, 
and him. I thought you still meant like Fergie. Very much. Uh, no, no, no. Sarah Ferguson. <laughs> and yeah, him yeah. being his ex-wife. And him being on the record in the palace papers as huge asshole to her. They still live together mm-hmm. despite all of that. And they're now going to co-parent some corgis. So Charles doesn't want it then? No. Charles doesn't strike me as an, a pet person. But he does love like plants, Charles. He has a famous, <laughs> a famous um, passion for, he does. He Gotta loves plants. <laughs> Charles loves the environment. Do you know that? He's like obsessed with it. That's good. He has like a garden. He, it's oh, in I the crown. That from that the crown. Yeah, he loves his garden. He loves. He brings Camilla like, to the it. Earth. He's very earthy. That was part of the issue between him and Diana is that like she didn't want to like go outdoors and he wanted to like right. do shit outside. And Camilla was like his country lady. And um, right, right. Now they're king and queen consort. So he might have his own pets. I'm not sure. The footage of him getting visibly very choked up during the funeral during God Save the King was really moving in a way because it's really probably such a strange feeling. Like, this is something he's thought about his Mm -hmm. entire life. Right. His mother has just died, so he's mourning. But he's also the king now. And it's like this very strange, like, whirlwind of emotions. And also the entire world is watching you and picking apart everything that he does. Mm -hmm. Because there was a lot of videos last week of people, you know, calling him a brat and, like, him getting upset about the pen exploding or something like that. And, like, he's probably so nervous. Charles, from what I can tell from the crown, like, that's just his personality. Like, he's just a little kind of – it's a little off-center sometimes, like – also, it's stressful. Yeah, I get stressed when yeah, I have to like so stressful. sign my name like anywhere. I can't imagine I'm now the queen of England and I have to do this and my mom just died. Like <laughs> it's a lot. And also for people to be surprised that this man is like acting like a brat when he was he's a prince. Oh, yeah. I just don't get it. He's also 73 years old. Like it's very right. weird. It's such a singular experience. Like there's no one else who is mm-hmm. And there's no one to talk mm-hmm. to about it. Like, what's it like when you're mourning, no, but you're also the king? Yeah, they're all, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't, like, consult, like, your dad on it. I mean, the whole He's time gone. we all knew, like, we we're like, okay, the queen, every birthday, we're like, oh, she's, like, 90 this, 90 that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she's got, she has to pass at some point. And then, like, the day that it becomes a reality, it is very, like, jarring. It's, like, a shocking thing. Like, holy shit, today is the day. And, like, for him, it's, like, holy shit. And now I have to like be the king. Like I, uh, what do we he's do? He's excited about we, it. Don't don't worry. No, but he's you know pumped. what I mean. I'm sure he's pumped. He's been waiting. <laughs> he waited 73 <laughs> years, but like, <laughs> but it's still probably yeah. like crazy. A like, lot. Well, mommy died. Mommy, mommy died. <laughs> Apparently, she was like not. Charles was not her fave, from what I understand. Like mm. she found him, I think, a little bit like annoying, and like yeah, not as prepared for duty. As someone like even Kate, let's say, this is all my impression from reading the palace papers by Tina Brown. So this is not just my random (laughs) speculation, but I mean, it is on some level speculation, but it's based on (laughs) what is written um, and documented. Sam, do you have any drama or take on like what's going on between the former Fab Four? When I tell you, I studied that photo. Which Which one? one? I studied that photo of them walking out of the car, like when they're all getting out yeah. of the car and the, like Megan and Harry are holding hands and Kate and William like aren't and everyone's picking that apart, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then watching them the day of, I just feel, and this is just me 100% speculating. I obviously don't know these people, but <laughs> I just think Kate probably feels, and this might be a hot take, I feel like Kate feels a little like let down by Megan. Like, She probably at one point thought like, okay, like I'm going to have someone to share in this experience with. Like this is – because I saw like photos of them from the past and they seemed to be getting along for the most part. Like there was good vibes between them. And from everything I saw, it just – I don't feel like a hatred as much anymore as more of just like a sadness. But then again, they were attending a funeral. So that could just be like the overall like (laughs) vibe of the day. (laughs) It could be just that. Um, But that's just a thought I've really been toying with lately, like really bouncing that around because I feel like this is a lot more complex than like, oh, we just hate them because they left us. It's like, well, now Kate has to put her kids to work because they have to pick up the slack. 
you know, they're they're pimping little Charlotte out. They're, you know, <laughs> doing their best. They're taking her to matches and doing all that stuff. So I think she likes it. Oh, I think Charlotte's a star. I gotta tell you. Mm-hmm. I think she's a star. She's funny as shit. Um <laughs> did you see the video where she's like, you're not coming no. to the press? Oh my gosh. Okay, we'll find it after. It's really funny. Well, and then also during the committal service, Prince William did gesture to Harry to come sit with them, which is like a really big deal. And I could feel that's what people are reporting. That's what the news, that's what the papers are saying. (laughs) So I read in the Daily Beast that they um, were like driving past, at one point during the week, they were like driving past (laughs) each other, Harry and and William in their cars, like on one of the roads, you know, where they were staying or whatever (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like they had a really they both like stopped and like turned around and like chatted i i read that it's like awkward but they're trying but they're also sort of worried about what's going to be in harry's book Uh, that's what what i was gonna gonna say say. yeah yeah that's probably really really hard i mean i have such mixed feelings about the whole situation like just because i loved seeing them all together like i would get so excited when they would do like christmas at sundringham and like all that kind of stuff so but Megan and Harry had to do what was best for them. But I think it's going to be awkward for a while. And But I also think like the more time that goes by without spending time together, the more awkward it will just become. Like it will just cause this bigger rift. So as sad as it is that the queen, you know, passed, I think it was nice to see the brothers together driving past mm-hmm. each other and waving. You think Kate is like listening to Megan's podcast? Yes. I actually, I've thought about that a lot. And um, I'm I'm sure. Percent of thoughts. I mean. Total percent of thoughts. Point zero, 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 zero. But like, but still I've thought about it like multiple times at this point. Like at what point of the day is she listening? Uh, Before bed or while she's driving somewhere. Um, She's like that fucking bitch. (laughs) Or she's walking on the treadmill. I don't know what I don't know what her schedule is. I think she pops her AirPods in. No one knows she's listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Putting her makeup on. It's not a long podcast. Kate face. There's no way Kate's not listening to it. I think Kate did what she thought she had to do when her and William first got together. Like she was like, okay, I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to play the game. Like I'm going to not hold his hand. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then she, you know, Megan and Harry come along and it's like, it's almost like too much for me, to be honest. Like, it's a little put on sometimes. Like, during that um, interview she did where she called themselves salt and pepper and said that they salt don't go pepper. anywhere without each other, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that was shut up. I just think, like, Kate was probably like, shit, I could have been holding William's hand. Like, I could have been doing these things, but I didn't because it wasn't the right thing to do. And also, I feel it's probably a lot of different feelings, honestly. And I don't think William thinks too much, to be honest. <laughs> I think she's in a different position, though, because William's actually in line to be like right. Like he's, he's about gonna be he's going to be king next, which is yeah, really like Harry crazy. may probably may not. We're going to see two kings in our lives. We're going to see three different right. monarchs in our life. Well, we're lucky on that. I'm excited about that. That's exciting. <laughs> Do you ever think like? Like, we've been through a lot as millennials. Like, we've, like... We've seen some shit. We've seen some shit. Sam, just what you were saying about Kate and how she might feel like, oh, I could have been, like, a little chiller. I mm-hmm. I don't feel that way. My feeling is that she probably looks at Megan and is like, this, she doesn't get it. Like, poor Megan. Like, she doesn't understand. Like, she's so American. She thinks we need to share every single thing we think. And that everyone should always be like, you know, asking how you how your feelings are. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like Kate probably looks down on to some extent Megan's like lack of understanding that part of this is just a British thing. And mm-hmm. and I don't mean like the racism and all of that stuff. But right. like I know what you mean. You're talking about like emotions and like talking about feelings and stuff like that. Just like certain ways they conduct themselves. Like Kate is mm-hmm. not the same. Like Megan's kind of dramatic, you know, even for an American, she's oh, quite dramatic. Incredibly. Yeah. So she's very dramatic yeah. and she's very, she thinks about every word she says before she says it because I think that that's just what she was like kind of taught to do. I mean, being an actress on suits, like, you know, she was probably trained to do that kind of stuff, like media trained. 
this is really random, but something I think about a lot when you talk about Met or Kate and the British like culture, I always think of Lisa Vanderpump and <laughs> how she would be on Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Like she just like was like, this is crazy. I don't cry like that. I don't right. conduct myself in that manner. So that's, I mean, that's how I relate to it when you say that. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense actually. Right. British people don't like, they're known like, or like the stereotype enough. is that they don't, yeah, they don't want to talk about their emotions. They don't want to cry in public. They like keep it all in. It's all very stoic. Do you think Camilla is more hated than Megan? No, I think at this point Camilla is liked, but I think to, Camilla was more hated the English by people? the British. Yeah. And now I British? think, now I, but I, I think Camilla is more liked than Megan right now by the British. And I, but I think she was more hated than Megan. But the difference is like mm-hmm. the racism piece makes it unique. Camilla was like hated as a yeah. like, you know, I think there's just other being. components. Mm-hmm. And also because mm-hmm. she was the other woman. Like Megan's hated for her existence. It's pretty wild that Charles got away with that. They all cheated. That was like a whole thing. No, it was but just he married her. Right, right, right. That part. And yeah. she's now the queen consort. <laughs> that the whole, queen, Sammy. Their whole issue with Diana was that she like couldn't just accept that he was gonna cheat on her. They were like, you have to deal with this. This is what we do. And she was like, yeah. wouldn't shut well, up. That about. and the fact that she's died. That too. <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> well, Sammy and I, you and I have talked about this a lot. Like, we don't hate Camilla. Never have. In my mind, Camilla has been like quite redeemed. It's a love story. Truth is, he should have been able to marry her in the to first place. With. In the That's the problem. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Anyway, this closes out our royal corner. Thank you, <laughs> Sam. We're Thank so happy you, that, you, for having me. that you joined us. Sorry, I came We're, in This was so much fun. Clickbait. <laughs> no, that's okay. It was a great, it was actually a great segue. Very on brand for royal content. Okay, well, thank Lots you guys. There. Thanks, Sam. All right, bye. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket jean jacket from Lee and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's talk about another royal American royal couple, um, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Um, Blake announced that she's prego with her fourth child, and she announced it in the, the most like... You know, we were talking about cool girls mm-hmm. earlier, like the most cool girl way, but like not in a cool girl, like in a, like I am Blake Lively. Like I don't give a shit about anything. And I'm actually kind of like a nice girl, cool girl. And she posted this carousel because she said in her caption, like I have paparazzi outside my doors all the time, trying to get a glimpse of my children, me pregnant, and it's very unsafe. And so instead of that, I'm going to just post them myself. And so she posted a bunch of pictures and they were all very cute. Like yeah, it was like it, just like the most perfect carousel. 
they were so much better than anything any paparazzi would have ever captured. And she took back her pri- I mean, she didn't really take back her privacy because I'm sure people are still stalking she posted her. But, it to begin with, but, anyway. Right. I feel like this was a, a great move because her pictures were so much better than anything that they could have, you know, captured from a long lens camera. Like they were really cute. Like it was her, you know, chilling in her, it seems like her backyard, I guess, you know, in bathing suits. Like a, there was a mirror selfie. She's with Taylor Swift in one of them. Like clearly they were so hanging good. out. So it was like, you know, those pictures are so much more valuable than like your standard paparazzi pictures. So I feel like it's a, could be a small victory for privacy, but, um, you know, at the same time, it's like celebrities shouldn't have to, you know, post so that popper, you know, so the paparazzi leave them alone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it is a pretty good thing. I was thinking, I was like, I don't even, I forgot that Blake Lively had three children and I have no idea what any of them look like. So to some extent, that's a, victory for you know privacy i don't think she's trying to like take down like the paparazzi industry like i think she wants to promote the publications that don't buy or spend a shit ton of money on photos of children mm-hmm. i think that was like her last post on her stories and i think that was that's kind of the point is like thank you so much to all the publications she's like she gets it like this is a business and the celebrities are part of this business but leave the kids out of it like, that's all she says. And she's America's mom. There's Jennifer Garner. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the way that they like kind of she's America's talk older about children. Sister. Older sister, yeah. She like, it's just, it's just very sweet. And yeah. that couple is like Ryan Reynolds cute. is Canadian though, so. Okay, well, makes sense why he's like nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that really adds up. Comes across um, as nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he comes across. You know what I mean. He comes across as nice. I, I would be so shocked if like a scandal, like Adam Levine's, came out about Ryan Reynolds. I just can't see it. I don't think that would come out about Ryan Reynolds. He's a maybe once a cheater, never once a cheater, never a cheater. <laughs> once a cheater, that's never it. again a cheater. Yeah, once a cheater, you I never made a know. Mistake. You never know. He does have quite like a a bit of an ego attitude, but it's more self-deprecating. There's right, but that's sometimes even more dangerous. Sometimes there is a part of me that feels like a little bit skeptical because I feel like things I've read or sorry, listened to on like behind the blinds, maybe, and or seen on TikTok is that he can be a little bit controlling, which like you know is something that happens in degrees. And maybe she likes it. Maybe it's just some you know. I don't know. Well. We don't know actually we don't really what the know. relationship is like. All we see is kind of like the cuteness, the photo that, she like posts. also that like E News like will then yeah. They promote. definitely have good PR. They have good PR. I think the relationship has good PR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, right. Totally. I think like their marriage has good PR. They're sort of like couple goals. Yeah, them like Emily Blunt, J- um, Krasinski, like those. Yeah. Type of like cutesy. The guy's funny. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend were that, but now people feel like she's a bully. I don't, yeah. And that's a flipped couple, actually. She is the funny one, and he's, like, the more, like, serious romantic one in, like, Mm -hmm. the public, I mean. Like, that's their PR. Yeah. But in terms of, like, a fun couple. Yeah, like, goals. Yeah, they're, like, their PR is couple goals, I think. Jaffleck are not couple goals to me. Oh, no. Well, they haven't been together for enough for them to be to couple goals for us. Yeah, we'll see. Like, we don't see enough of that. I'm trying to think of another couple that I would say is couple goals that's different than them. I can't think of one. Oh, you know who? Leeton Meester and Adam Brody. They're pretty low key. Their marriage yeah. is, is, has good PR. It's always like surfing together. Because they don't seem... They try to go under the radar. Yeah, they, but genuinely. Like they, they're they not really trying to promote their marriage, hungry. right? You don't see them like congr- like saying happy birthday to each other on Instagram. <laughs> no, no. I'm well, at least to I don't think of like right they, because they sort of like can kind of capitalize on like you know what space they occupy. They're the world's version of the high school sweethearts who just don't offend anybody. They're just like <laughs> the nice couple that's been dating forever, and it's just like sweet and easy, yeah, and. No drama. And occasionally surf together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just things are smooth surfing as I, you know. 
Speaking of um, couples, or not couples, but America's royalty, Kim Kardashian and Scott Disick are now being sued for $40 million, $20 million each for the Lux prize giveaways on Instagram, which is, I'm like, duh. I was wondering how they are even still posting this crazy shit on Instagram. And why? Exactly why? You don't know what we're talking about. It's basically those pictures where they, I think Scott like runs them. He has, he's always assigned to whenever Chloe or, I don't think I've ever seen Courtney post it. Whenever Chloe or Kim or Kylie post them, it's like them sitting like on the stairs and they're surrounded by bags of like luxury items like Chanel, Fendi, yeah. all of it, all of it, all. Louis Vuitton. And it's like a sweepstakes. You have to follow like 40 accounts and you are entered to win. Have you ever seen any winner? Well, that's this lawsuit. So the plaintiffs in the case alleged that these are fake lottery scams with no winners and that by entering, the giveaway just sells your personal information to advertisers. The giveaways promise things like first class ticket to LA where you stay in Beverly Hills and sometimes can even get $100,000. But then to counter that, an Australian company called Curated Businesses organizes these types of lotteries. I'm reading this off of something for everybody listening. And you know, you, I know I sound like I'm reading it, so I'll just keep reading it. An Australian company called Curated Businesses organizes these types of lotteries and sources close to the company say it's legit. <laughs> say it and so. And they have paperwork proof. Do they say how much they paid the Kardashians to post these things? Exactly. Does it say how much they paid them? No. I don't know. I assume if they're being sued for $40 million, part of it is probably money they want to recoup and maybe money that people have lost. That is just truly like another. I mean, it's very unsurprising, but it just feels so scammy, but also it's unsurprising. It's so scammy. It's, it is scammy. It's just like, why do you have to do this? Sleep at night. If you want, to like be a serious business person, you can't at the same time be posting these like fucking sweepstakes. I'm talking about like Kim, for example. Scott, yeah. don't put it past him at all. He doesn't have like a real business except his sweatshirt line called Talentless. It says it in the name. But like <laughs> that to me, it just doesn't make sense why Chris would tell Kim to do it unless it's like, let's make a quick buck. You can't say no to a quick buck. Which I get that mentality. Like, I get that. But there's a brand. Clearly, they care about their brand. It just doesn't make sense. I've never understood it. Okay, let's say they're paying them $10 million a post. Is that, I guess, I guess that's like- No, 10, less. Five, five. I it's definitely probably like two one, and a half million. But like- Two and a half million per post. Kardashian can make that. I understand this is so much easier. Than like trying to sell $2.5 million Who's, worth of like merchandise. But it but just, it just, it just like seems like, why would you, knowing that it's not real? Oh, I guess they're saying it's real. Knowing that it looks how it looks, maybe they don't care because their mass, like their mass appeal, they need the masses to just click on it, yeah. just be part of it, rather, whether or not. You know, they probably you know, figure, so oh, funny. we'll just change the impression later somehow. I said, why would Chris Jenner do that? But then I see the picture. I clicked Curated Businesses Instagram, and Chris Jenner is one of the people that's part. Like, she has a picture she of Louis Vuitton bags all around. Oh, I've seen around. those from her, too. Dorit should get involved yeah. if they're paying so much. <laughs> There's, you know, what's her name? Kim Zolciak in this. There's, I see uh, Gretchen de Rossi, or what's her name? Rossi. Gretchen Rossi, not or Rossi. Now she's Christine she's Quinn. We have Kylie. We have who else do we have? I don't know. It's her. literally who you would think. Who are the the rest of these people? There is a post on this business of like a girl, like people winning. Actually, mm -hmm. like are you sure those aren't around, like staged? Who knows? That's yeah. who knows? Who knows? Maybe they have had winners in the past. But it's like, does every contest have one? It just, yeah, they have winners. I see pictures. You could be as lucky as our Kendall Jenner winner, Connor Campbell. He sounds like it a bachelor just, contestant. No, he's like a young boy here. I know. But oh my God, these the pictures name. of Chris, like, 
lounging on her outdoor like like bench in her palm um, springs <laughs> like indoor outdoor area i can't <sighs> okay so they're getting sued maybe kim can defend them we'll yeah, see <laughs> with her new law firm with her new law firm kim kim and kim associated esquire <laughs> kim kim and kim and kim associated. kim and Skims Kim, Kim, and Kim, Skim. and, and Sucks. <laughs> okay, so who are we sending to the Caymans? Definitely Adam Levine. Clearly. Adam Levine. He can stay too. I'll still listen to this love, but the rest of okay, the songs I won't this? listen to. <laughs> on his Cayman weekend, that's going on the whole time. It's a great song. Okay, well, how many times? He probably loves listen to listening it? to himself. Like, I can see that. They're, he probably like jerks off to his own songs. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. Anyway, that is it for this week's At Betches podcast. Follow me at Sammy. Follow me at Aileen and be sure to rate, review, and follow our show on Apple and Spotify. And we will talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.